0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings... They're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. As always, quick shout out to my supporters. Thank you to Josh, Jake, B-Word, and Iceman on Patreon, and Miss Aaron supporting the show through Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you guys so much. Your support means more to me than I can put into words without sounding like a gushing idiot. Okay, so the first thing I want to touch on real quick today is... A little update to the stuff I was talking about in the last episode, the safety bill, or so-called safety bill, that they passed uh, back in 2021 uh, that is going to be going into effect January 1st. A lot of the people that are arguing on behalf of this bill that are going after pretty much anybody that says anything about how it's a horrible, horrible, shitty, poorly written piece of legislation, and if you say anything about that online, you're always going to get these detractors that are just like, well, you just don't understand it because you're some Nazi Republican, da-da-da-da-da. So here's this little update for you. As of right now, there have been five different counties, states', states attorneys, that have filed a lawsuit against this bill and against J.B. Pritzker for signing it into law for violating the Illinois state constitution in and a couple other things about it too that are but basically the the way some of it is worded is has been in their opinion found to be constitutionally wrong because it has removed the rights of the people to vote and ratify on any changes being made to the state constitution because this bill will effectively cancel out parts of the existing Illinois state constitution and Based on my very minor legal knowledge, it reads like a good read and here's the thing about the the state's attorneys who have brought this bill forward. I haven't looked into all of them, but I know for a fact the one from my county who's one of the one of the signatories of this this lawsuit they're Democrats registered left wing Democrats that are saying this bill is a bad idea, so that really kind of shoots holes in the whole you're a racist, bigoted conservative argument that is realistically all the people that have to say that are trying to defend this piece of horse shit. So, yeah, happy days for that. And just to touch on it, because I'm sure people are expecting me to at least have something to say about it. In a move that is being completely slammed by the left to the surprise of no one whatsoever, and very reminiscent of what's been going on in Texas, Ron DeSantis pulled a, like, almost a one-up move on all the People that have been getting, getting bused to Washington, D.C. and New York City and to Chicago out of Texas. And he sent a plane, not not a bus, but a plane with 50 migrants into Martha's Vineyard. And to the surprise of absolutely no one, all the lefties lost their shit. They are screaming about how he should be charged with human human trafficking and all this other shit. And of course, they used it as a huge photo op to say, "Well, sure, you sent these poor people here, and look at us. Instead of treating them like garbage, we're feeding them and clothing them." And it it was a it was nothing more than a photo op for the residents of Martha Vine, Martha's Vineyard because they were there less than twenty four hours before they were packed up and shipped off to a to a military base. So, you know, really good photo op. Here, look, we're feeding and clothing these people. Yeah, they gave them a couple changes of clothing. All the pictures I've seen out of everything involving these migrants was they were outside somewhere. So it's not like they welcomed them into their homes and they fed them. They're just utter bullshit. The pictures I've seen, it was like potato salad and cold cereal. Now, granted, that's better than nothing. Yes, they fed them something, but they didn't even give them name brand cereal. They gave them like generic store brand Rice Krispies and shit. So realistically a lot of performative bullshit and then off to a military base well they're 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 being fed and sheltered yeah at the taxpayers expense so it's not like the people of Martha's Vineyard were being overly fucking generous or anything like that and the left is by and wide ignoring the fact that when you call for open borders and you declare yourself a sanctuary city and you think you can get away with it because you're far enough away from where the people are actually crossing the border you really f- kind of forfeit the right to be a fucking hypocrite and say, oh, well, we can't handle these people when they show up on your doorstep. I mean, what are you expecting them to walk there? Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. They'll they'll get picked up along the way or distracted before they get there and you don't have to deal with it. So yeah, these people are huge fucking hypocrites. And of course, you know, never, never waste a good crisis or a good opportunity for a photo op. But as soon as the cameras are off, ship them the fuck off and all the really loud talking heads on the left and all the the leftist politicians who want to talk about how shitty the right is. They're they're out there, you know, rending their clothes and tearing their hair, talking about how terrible it is these poor people are being used as political pawns without even garnering the tiniest iota of irony in this statement because they've been doing it for years, using immigrants as political pawns. Yes, they may not be picking them up and shipping them to their opponents, but they're still using them for leverage to gain sympathy and votes. So it's a, a big crock of shit that, you know, now they're being forced to smell their crock. And frankly, I think they fucking deserve it. I I mean, yeah, I've, if I've heard a lot of accusations that, oh, well, the immigrants were promised jobs and, and shelter and food when they got there, when the before they loaded them on the plane. But the. The right is saying, oh, no, all we offered them was an opportunity to get to a different city, a sanctuary city that said they would welcome immigrants. They didn't promise them jobs or any of this other bullshit that the left is saying they did to get them on the plane. Uh, You know, they're saying, oh, it's just basically kidnapping them. No, they offered them a ride. That's it. So I think, you know, it's kind of hard to eat your humble pie when you're busy talking shit. So shut up. Get over it. You suck. And. Uh, That's all I have to say about that for the moment until at least we get into more facts. And they've got. So, for the uh, meat and potatoes of this episode, we're actually going to go kind of back into the early episodes and things I thought I'd be talking about a lot more often than I have been, mostly because of how much it's tied into my life. And I want to talk about something food related. Now, I'm really, really late to the party on this one, but one of the things I've been looking at a lot lately is. I really, I I want an air fryer. Now, it may shock some people. No, I don't actually have one. I have been looking at them pretty much since they started to be a thing. And to the way my brain is wired, at first I was kind of like, yeah, they're small, you can't really cook that much in them. How great can they really be? I did a little more looking into them and realized, hey, you know, all this is is a fancy little countertop convection oven because more or less that's what they are. It's got a high speed fan to circulate the air. It heats the temperatures up to a hot air temperature so it cooks fast. Gives you a nice crispy outer coating. Hot temperature inside. Okay, great. I just never really convinced myself that I wanted one. I mean, realistically, anytime I wanted something fried, I could just fry it in oil. I, I never. I used to have a little countertop fry daddy, you know. And I got rid of that years and years ago. I don't really eat very much fried food. So I was figuring for the quantity of stuff I want, I could actually pan fry it just as easily. No problems. I'm a talented chef. I know how to do these things. I should be able to do it. And over the course of years, air fryers have gotten to be a lot more advanced, a lot cooler. They've become little all-in-one units. they got little countertop deals. And um, yeah, like I said, basically now they've got them where it's like a, countertop convection oven so i've started looking into buying one and the possibility of picking one up so i've started looking more into things you could do with them i'm now with all kinds of features in them they've got them where they have an option for use functioning as a dehydrator now for somebody like me that doesn't really make a lot of sense because when i dehydrate shit i dehydrate a lot of stuff at once if i'm making beef jerky i'm doing it five six seven pounds of raw meat at a time I don't want something where I can put out 10 or 12 pieces and dehydrate them and tie up the air fryer all day. So for me, that's not really a good tracking option, but they've got dehydration options. They've got ones that can, you know, soft boil eggs or boil eggs in the shell, or they've got ones with built-in rotisseries so you can rotisserie a whole chicken. I mean, there's a lot of really cool features they put on there now, but I was still kind of hesitating to buy one because... I was also thinking, well at some point I'm going to have to replace my stove and my range. We are working on remodeling the kitchen gradually and appliances are eventually going to come up. And they now make home ovens that have the convection oven settings on them. So you can get a home a home grade convection oven. And they ha- they now have home grade combination ovens there. I mean, these are things that chefs that have been in the or food service workers or anybody in the food service industry have known about for years but their availability as a home appliance has been extremely limited to date they've even got ones now like i said that are a combination that heavy you have the option to run a water line to them and have steam in your oven at home now that's i haven't seen that nearly as much because it does get a little more complicated they recommend ventilation for that and you have to have a hood and duct work and all this other stuff put in but in a lot of new structures that's perfectly normal i mean you're not going to see a nicer kitchen right now built without a hood over the range so i'm thinking when we're remodeling the kitchen i've got a commercial grade range so or commercial grade hood for when we do the remodeling so why not get the steam convection combi oven deal and that's probably what i'm going to do but until my oven that i have dies or i get in a much better position financially that's way down the line so Realistically, yeah, it's really cool to know that it exists and it's an option, but it's not in the immediate future. So I decided, you know, what could it hurt? I'll pick up one of these little air fryer units. So then I find myself in a position of going, well, what air fryer unit is the right one for me? How am I going to use it? How, more importantly, how's my wife going to use it? Because I love her, but she's not a food service person. I am. So we're going to have different degrees of how much we want to screw with this and how much we plan on using it. Personally, I think... She's going to wind up using it a lot more than she thinks she will because she's kind of of the mindset of we only have so much counter space, do we really need another kitchen gadget? Whereas I am of the mindset of I've never met a kitchen gadget I don't think I should have. But anyway, so they're looking at things out there, you know, there's all kinds of dimensions, there's all kinds of different sizes and shapes. And they got ones that have like little French doors on the front, one that have like a hinge down standard oven door. And then they've got the ones with like the pull out drawer things on them. And honestly, myself, I was originally leaning towards getting one of the ones that had the French door style ones. i just, you you have the most square, square inches available inside of that. And yeah, they take up a pretty decent amount of counter space. But, you know, I was thinking, realistically, these days, it's mostly just the wife and I. And if we're just cooking for two, it would actually save a lot of time and probably a decent amount of electricity not heating up the, the full oven every time I wanted to cook something if I'm just cooking for the two of us. And if I can get her on board with that, that all the better, you know? And so I was thinking that would probably be the way to go for both of us. You can get them. You can spend a, any kind of a, there's something for everybody in every budget. And, you know, sometimes you have to make some sacrifices on features or whatever. And they've got them all the way down from, like, they, they measure them by uh, volume size. So it's like two quarts up to 12 quarts. Is, and then there's a couple that are done in dimensions. The one I really want, which is utterly ridiculous, I really don't have the space for it, but it, it's a Cuisinart. French door it's basically it's a countertop oven it's big enough you can fit two pizzas in it it's really significantly sized it's not practical at all and I won't be buying it because it's also like 500 and some odd dollars but it's really cool so and this is coming this is a statement coming out of the guy's mouth who was just talking about an oven that's probably gonna run him about five grand so it's kind of a matter of perspective and realistically (laughs) the air fryer would probably wind up getting used more often if I'm being completely honest. And they actually make countertop combination ovens which have a steamer option and that may be something I, I think about doing as an alternative when we get to that stage. I'm actually thinking about taking the full size oven out and putting more cabinet space in and just doing a cooktop just because um, we don't you know, really need the oven that often and I can get small appliances that fit like an entire turkey which is honestly the most cooking I do at one time these days uh, is cooking for the holidays and that's really the only time I need a full-sized oven so why not be a little more conscious of space constraints and get something a little more practical and like I said some of these countertop units are fully functional I mean they're toaster ovens they're regular ovens they're convection ovens they're steamer units they're literally everything you need in a smaller capacity you just got to learn how to work with the size And I'm nothing if not adaptable. So I decided to pitch the idea to the wife, like, hey, I really kind of want to get an air fryer. I miss certain fried foods. I like battered mushrooms, breaded zucchini sticks, mozzarella sticks, sometimes just french fries or chicken nuggets. I mean, yeah, I'm a chef, but that doesn't mean I don't like some basic shit every now and then. And realistically, I'm not going to take all the time and effort and go through all the trouble of finding some place to keep oil until I use it again, because it takes a lot of oil to deep fry something. But I still like my little snacky snacks, so I would like to get an air fryer. And so I was surprised, because usually it's, we already have enough crap that you don't use in the kitchen. I mean, and she's, to be fair, she's not completely wrong on that matter, but that's not the point. That's part of who I am. That's part of the deal when she took the ring. So we start talking about it, and she's looking online, looking at Amazon, looking at different stores, and pointing out, well, what about this one, what about that one, this one has these features, that one has those features, and that's the kind of person she is, you know, she knows I want it, she wants me to be happy with it, so she's going to look into it and see what every option is so I don't feel like I missed out on something, whereas I'm kind of an inherently cheap bastard, and (laughs) I'm always looking at the bottom line, so Now over the course of this weekend, she managed to find one at, she went shopping with her mom, ran to the store. We needed a few things and, uh, as she was walking around, she found one in a clearance aisle, um, at one of the local big box stores and it was literally like $45 off the normal retail price just because the box was beat up. As near as I can tell, that's literally the only reason it was that way because it She sent me pictures, and I was like, yeah, it looks like everything's there. Everything's intact. Buy it. And um, so she brings it home, and I took the destroyed box and took it out, and all the packing material was, like, the styrofoam was a little bit compressed, but it wasn't significantly damaged in any way. All the original factory plastic was still on the thing. The tape was still sealed. It had never been opened, never been touched. Just It looked like somebody fucked it up unloading the truck. So I got it for $45 off and plugged it in, fired it up, ran a test run through it works beautifully. I absolutely love this damn thing. So now Aaron has a new kitchen toy and has a list of things he's going to make to try and uh, test this thing out. So in the spirit of going back to when I said there were going to be segments on cooking and shit like that in this show, Today we're gonna to talk about something that I have decided that I'm going to make and try in my air fryer. And I will not be doing it until next weekend just due to time constraints and not being able to do stuff and having other commitments and blah 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 blah. So the first thing I'm thinking I'm gonna try making like I said, other than I already threw some stuff, you know, chicken nuggets and because we happen to have some in the fridge, it's not normally something we'd buy, but uh one of the wife's friends came over a couple weekends ago and Brought her little girls, and so I wanted to have food for the kids. So we got nuggets and fries and a bunch of stuff we would not normally have in the house. So, you know, threw a few of them in there, there and there just to test it out. I made a grilled cheese sandwich in it just to see how it worked. It worked friggin' great. So I, I'm really enjoying this thing. And uh, so my plan for next weekend is I'm going to make armadillo eggs. And honestly, I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite about it because I was actually just busting somebody's chops about this the other day where I was saying you're supposed to smoke those if you're doing it the right way. (laughs) And now, me being me, because I want to play with my new toy, I'm going to be making armadillo eggs in the air fryer. And I'm doing it, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I don't feel guilty about it. Now, me being me, I can't just make the traditional, you know, something you're going to Google and find online recipe for how to make my armadillo eggs, because these are going to be Aaron's armadillo eggs. And if you're unfamiliar with the term, I will now explain it. And I'm going to post the recipe in the discord for the website and um (laughs) because i haven't typed it up yet uh maybe i'll update the show notes with it later or you can join the discord if you want to see it and there's going to be a channel just dedicated to food in there and there will be recipes posted there and i'm sure we can get some other people in there talking because i know some of the people that are in there are good cooks and they'll probably be willing to share and i'm always willing to take new people in there so if you want to join the discord follow the link to the website, click on the link that says Discord, sign up, join the Discord, and uh you'll be able to find the recipes there or at some point once I get it typed up, I will put it in the show notes too, but I'm pretty sure this episode's going to post before I get around to doing that, so sorry. Join the Discord, be part of the community. It it it, it can be awesome if we all work at it. I promise. Anyway, so normally uh, what a armadillo egg is, it's a jalapeno that's stuffed with a cheese mix and then wrapped in sausage and then wrapped in bacon and then smoked and they're pretty good but me being me I gotta I gotta do things a little differently I'm I'm gonna try and kick this up a notch or three so my plan is the first change to a traditional armadillo egg that I'm gonna make is I'm gonna actually mix ground beef and sausage together because I like the flavor balance a little bit more and then you know, salt, pepper, garlic, my my Aaron's recipe blend for general meat rubs, which is going to be salt, pepper, garlic, ground bay leaf, uh, a little bit of sage, some cracked red pepper, some cayenne pepper, and some smoked paprika. Because since I'm not smoking them, I do still want them to have that smoky flavor, so I'm going to add the smoked paprika in. So I'm going to mix that into the meat. And then I'm going to take the jalapenos, cut the ends off of them, core them out, get all the seeds and all the pith out of the middle of the peppers. And I'm going to mix together cream cheese, shredded Monterey Jack, some shredded pepper Jack, and I'm going to stuff that into the jalapenos, and then I'm going to shape the sausage beef mixture around those to form little egg-shaped things, hence the armadillo egg. And then I'm going to wrap them in bacon, and I'm going to pop them in the air fryer. Um, I don't know the exact temperatures and settings yet, and I'll have to (laughs) get back to you on that because I've never done it this way before, so I have no idea. If I was putting them on the smoker, I'd put them on there at, at like 325 for probably about a half hour until they were to an eternal temperature of 165 degrees. Well, actually, 160, I'd pull them off and let them rest. Let them rest for about 15 minutes before you eat them. Make sure the bacon's all crispy on the outside. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to try it out in the air fryer. I'm assuming I'll probably do it at like 325, 350, 20, 25 minutes, you know, until it gets all crispy and delicious and yummy and uh, yeah, so I'll get back to you and let you know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I, in case you can't tell, I'm i I'm like a kid in a candy shop. Every time I get in my hands on something new for the kitchen and I'm going to be playing with this thing for a little while before it loses its shiny and I have to go on to the next thing that's going to distract me. But in the meantime, uh, what do you think? Do you got an air fryer? Do you like using your air fryer? Do you have any recipes that you want to share? Again, join the discord, come in there, chat with us, talk about it. I, I realistically, I can't say this enough. I I want to get the engagement up. I want this to be a community, not just me re- screaming into the void. And I know some people are here for that. Some people are here to hear me scream into the void and bitch about the stupidity of our politicians, the stupidity of people in general. And most of the time I do that, but <laughs> you can't be that miserable all the time. You have to you know, t- stop and take a breath. So that's kind of what this episode is being for me. This is kind of a breather. It's a reset. It's a a, a slight pause in the just angry ranty division. So I can talk about something that I'm passionate about, something I enjoy, something I love, and something I think we could all enjoy together because that's one of the things. Anybody can cook. doesn't mean anybody can cook well, but we all have to eat to sustain ourselves. We all have to take in food and energy. And since it's something you have to do, you might as well do it in a way that you're going to enjoy it. And if I can help you do something a little bit better or a little bit differently than how you're doing it, or if I can point you in a new direction or steer you in a way to help you do that better, that makes me happy. That makes me feel good about the thing I've dedicated the majority of my adult life to. And so, yeah, I like sharing my knowledge and passing things on. And sometimes, like I said, I just need a break from being angry ranty Aaron. And I want to talk about something that puts a smile on my face and something that I think is going to be fun. And so, yeah, I'm, I want to talk about armadillo eggs. I want to talk about things that are going to be fun. I want to talk about playing with my new air fryer that I love that my wife found a great deal on for me and decided I should have it and picked it up. So, yeah, and I'm lo- really looking forward to making some air fried mushrooms and dunking them in some, you know, chipotle dipping sauce. I, I'm <laughs> like most people, I really I can't, I don't like ranch. I use it in very, very seldomly and never just a straight ranch. It's always cut with something, mixed with something, changed in some way, shape, or form. I use it as a base sauce. I can't, I can't dip in straight ranch. I'm not one of those people. So I'll probably make like a chipotle dipping sauce or something for some mushrooms, and it's going to be fabulous. I'm going to love that too. And yeah, actually, that sounds really good. So, you know, I'll, I'll apologize for the brevity of this show. There's the world is kind of coasting along. It's the, you know, the economy is still tanking. It's not going to change anytime soon. A depression is probably looming. That doesn't mean I want to focus on it 24 seven. And that'd be the only thing I talk about or I'd be miserable too. So I decided, like I said, I decided to take a page out of the earlier episodes and talk about something that put a smile on my face for a change, and talk about something that makes me happy, and hopefully makes you guys happy too. And like I said, once I get the recipe tweaked and the way I like it, I'm going to post it in the Discord. Hopefully, you guys will join me there to talk about food and other things that make us happy and things we like. And there's also plenty of places to bitch and share memes and all that other stuff too. So there's a lot going on there. Um, there's private areas for members of the, of the 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 Patreon that you have to. they they, they get to be special. They're kicking in. They get to have access to certain channels that aren't open to the public, but it's a real simple fix. If you're that curious about what's going on in there and pony up the five bucks, yo. And, um, yeah, so I guess now I got myself talked up into into being hungry. So I'm going to go throw something in the air fryer. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to to com. sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links. sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because... I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money, but if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion. A stance on, you know, things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. Horribledesigns.com. Go check it out.